Hello, thank you so much for being present and tuning in to Living Beyond Born for Purpose. I am your host, Tiara, and the title of this episode is Self-Love Techniques. And in this episode, I will be going over some of my favorite self-love techniques that I do on a daily and weekly basis. Yesterday was Valentine's Day. It was also a Sunday and it was also a weekend. So I hope that you have enjoyed your weekend, your Sunday, your Valentine's Day. I hope that you found time to give yourself the love that you desired as well as receiving it from someone else or others um, and giving love to others. Although this should be something that we do on a daily basis, uh, Valentine's Day is something that the world has dedicated, you know, it's the love day. So I hope that whatever you did, whoever you were with or weren't with, I hope that you um, found joy in yesterday. Um, we're going to just jump right in. So one of my, uh, oh, before I jump right in, you may be wondering, what did I do? Um, so I actually worked on Sunday. Uh, I create I create my own schedule, but I did work. Um, and I also went to an event on Saturday. I went to a private movie screening for Judas the Black Messiah. And I went to a after party of sorts that had vendors and stuff afterwards. And spent a little time there. So I got... Very good uh, movie, very good crowd, uh, you know, good music. Also bought me these very nice leggings um, by one of the vendors that was at the after party. And I also uh, got a puppy on the fr- Friday before Valentine's Day, this past Friday. And so her name is Chi-Chi. She is Chihuahua and in a mini pen. And so she is like a chi pen. Uh, but she's seven weeks, and so she was my little Valentine's. Um, but nonetheless, so I, I enjoyed my weekend, um, nonetheless. So jumping in to some of my favorite self-love techniques. I have a total of seven of them. And so I'm going to go down the list of them and kind of, you know, go into detail about some of them. So I'm going to first start off by giving the definition of self-love. The definition of self-love is regards for one's own well-being and happiness. Okay. If you notice the very beginning says regards for one's own well-being. It doesn't say regards for for someone else's self. Excuse me. It doesn't say regards for someone else's uh, well-being. It doesn't say someone else being being in regards to your own well-being. It says regards for one's own well-being and happiness, which means it involves ourselves, nothing or no one else. So my first self-love technique is journaling. I have been journaling forever, okay? Since I was younger, I started off using a Um, Hello Kitty pink um, diary that had a lock on it. I no longer use uh, 
you know, any kind of journals with locks, but um, I still, I still write, I still journal. Um, when I am picking out a journal for myself, I literally pick something out that gives me a great feeling. It makes me feel good when I pick it up. It makes me feel good when I see it. Okay. I'm not just writing in any old kind of journal. Um, I'm really big on energy. And so everything that I do and I attach myself to, I like to have that uh, assurance that it is giving me a, a form of energy when I'm attached to it, when it is around me. And so I pick journals that really resonate with how I how I feel about that journal when I see it and when I touch it. Um, when I journal, it's not just a... It's not just a me just sitting down, you know, writing. Um, it is literally a thing for me. It's a whole event, okay? Um, when I am at home, a lot of times I will um, light my candles. I will turn on my meditation music and I will go to town, but I make sure that I create an atmosphere for myself, that I feel at peace, that I feel safe. Um, and I let my mind go onto the paper. I let my thoughts and my feelings go onto the paper. Um, journaling is something very special to me. It's something I'm very intentional about. I carry my journal with me everywhere I go. Every time I get in that car, my journal is with me. When I go out of town, my journal is with me. I keep my journal with me because I never know when it is that I am going to need or want to connect with myself in that way and release on paper. And so speaking of release, what does journaling do for me? It helps me to show up for myself. It helps me to recognize my thoughts and feelings. It helps me to release my thoughts and feelings. And it helps me to sort through my thoughts and feelings, okay? I'm sure you've experienced moments where you are literally having the same thought over and over and over and over again in your head. I find that when I journal and I put some, I take those thoughts and feelings and I bring it outside of my body, it helps to minimize that repetitive um that repetitive action in my mind and within myself. Self-love technique number two is sitting in nature. Um, I love nature. I love water in particular. Um, but I make sure that throughout the week, I am paying attention to all the nature around me. I don't care if I'm in my car or not. Um, I make sure that I am taking the time to go and sit at the park, walk in the park, um, sit on my porch, sit by the beach. Um, I'm, I make sure that I am connected to nature in some kind of way. And when I go to the beach or I go to the park, um, I don't just sit there um, or walk in it. Uh, I literally you know, try to use all of my senses, okay? So I try to make sure that if I'm at the beach, my feet and my hands feel the sand and the water. If I am walking in the park, I will touch leaves, you know, 
and smell flowers and stuff. But I try to make sure that all my my uh, senses are are connected in that moment, so I can fully embody sitting in nature. Um, what nature does for me is it helps to ground me. It helps to ground me. It helps me to find my footing. It helps me to, um, it creates a balance within me. It allows for me to um, refocus and see the bigger picture, step outside of myself so that I can look at myself from the outside in instead of from the inside out. Because a lot of times when we look at ourselves from the inside out, we're a little biased, right? Because we got emotions and all kinds of things that are our ego that is playing into our perception when we, when we see ourselves from the inside out. And so sometimes being in nature, being amongst something that is bigger than you um, allows for us to see ourselves in a different light. When you look at the ocean, the ocean is massive. It's huge. It's everywhere, right? It's powerful. When, you, when I go inside of a this one particular park that I love, it has thousands of trees. And there's this um, board walkway that sits or that goes through it. And a lot of times when I get to the middle of that park, I'll just stop and I'll just look all around me. And it's so amazing because it's literally thousands of trees around me. And my little human self is just sitting there amongst all this greatness. And so that helps for me to see the bigger picture of my life and see things from the outside in and to see things a little differently. And ultimately it helps me to refocus. Um, me sitting in nature also helps for me to be reminded that my life is so similar to nature. Like we are, in essence, a part of nature. Um, if you look at nature, nature gives and takes as it needs to, right? You look at the ocean, right? It comes in and it goes out when it needs to. When you look at trees and flowers, you know, they bloom when they need to and they die when they need to, right? Um, when you look at the circle of life, you look at animals and even humans, you look at the food chain, right? Animals um, will eat other animals, but they also will birth other animals. And so nature is constantly giving and taking around, taking um, if we look at it. And because we are a part of nature, we have, I find it beneficial that we see ourselves in that light as well. Um, and that helps for me to be reminded that I am capable of evolving and I am capable of, of, of um, change and I am capable of um, handling change, um, whether that be quote unquote bad or good. Um, I am capable of the giving and the taking. My um, third self-love technique is filling my home with my favorite things. Um, again, I'm big on energy. And so I like to fill my space, my home with things that give me energy, things that make me feel good, things that make me feel like um, it's expanding my heart on the inside. And so I fill my home 
with flowers. I'm constantly buying myself flowers, sometimes three bouquets at a time. So I can have them in every room, right? I usually pick like yellow and orange roses, um, red and white sometimes, but I love the bright colors. Uh, I find it just has the most energy, but I also fill my home with lots of plants. Um, I fill my home with uh, lots of things that are pink because I love pink. Um, and I also fill my home with lots of candles. I literally have a candle in every single room. Um, the candles are part of my journaling time. The candles are part of my time when I'm washing dishes and cleaning up the house. The candles are part of my time when I'm taking a shower. The candles are a part of my time when I sit down and eat. I have a candle on my table that I will light every single time I eat, whether I'm eating um, breakfast, lunch, or dinner. It is literally a part of my routine. Um, Self-love technique number, this is number four that I like to do is working out. Um, whether I'm going to the gym, whether I'm walking or running on the beach or whether I'm riding a bike, I find that that is beneficial for me. Working out is not only beneficial for our physical body, but it's also very, 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 very good for our um, mental as well. You know, helping our chemicals in our body stay balanced um, and being released in a way that is beneficial to our well-being. Self-technique number five is looking at myself in the mirror. I make sure that I do that often as well. So doing that allows for me to acknowledge myself. It's very, very important that I acknowledge myself. If I can't acknowledge myself, then I'm not able to give myself self-love. Everything kind of goes hand in hand, right? And so looking at myself in the mirror helps me to acknowledge myself. Um, while I'm looking in the mirror, I'm also admiring myself. I am admiring you know, all the things that I love, my, favorite, my very favorite, favorite things about myself. And admiring all the other parts about myself that may not be like my top favorites, you know, but I still like them or love them. Um, when I'm looking in the mirror, I also talk to myself. I talk to myself. I think about, you know, what it is in that moment that I may need to hear. And I say those things literally to myself. Um some people have, you know, um, a set of affirmations that they say to themselves all the time. Um, in those moments, I don't have something that I always say. I just literally go in and I am mindful in that moment about how I'm feeling. And I'm mindful about what it is that I need in that moment. And that is what I say to myself. And that is what I give to myself. Self-love technique number six um, is being devoted to self-discovery and investing in self. I right now am going to be uh, taking a inner child workshop where I will 
be um, connecting with life coaches that will be helping me and others to see the inner child, the little girl that's within us. Although we are adults now, uh, we all were little girls at once. And we like to think that when we become adults, that we are operating in everything adult, right? But that's not true. A lot of times we are still operating with what our foundation was, who we were when we were younger. And so <clears throat> some of those, you know, things that we operate in when we were younger can be beneficial to our lives now. And some of it can be not so beneficial. And so the inner child helps you to discover who the inner child is in you and what it is that she may need right now and how she is showing up in um, your adult life. So I had to pay for that. So it was a investment, um, but it's worth it. And um, I've been reading lots of books actually that uh, talk about the inner child. So I've already done a lot of discovery on that topic on my own, but I would love to, you know, continue to dig a little deeper and see what else that I can find. So that is one of the, um, you know, ways that I am using that technique as a self-love technique by investing in myself. Um, like I said before, I also read a lot of books that help me to understand myself. Uh, putting, also put myself in different spaces and places that allow for me to see what I am fully capable of. Because I love uh, being outside and riding my bike. Um, on New Year's Eve, I actually went and bought a bike ride. I took my bike to um, this very long stretch of, um, of a bike ride path. And I literally rode an hour and six minutes and 12, wait, excuse me, an hour and six minutes and 12 miles. And it was so wonderful because I'm immersed in nature and I'm riding my bike, which is something else that I love to do. Um, the other cool part about that is I was able to push my limits. Um, I was able to, you know, see what it is that I was capable of. And I find that when I do that, I am expanding the space in my mind as well of what I am capable of. And I can take those experiences and those moments with me on any other experience that I may have and I always remind myself, you know, that I am capable of X, Y, and Z. And so when I'm having tough moments, I go back into my mind of all the moments and all the times that I've placed myself in situations that allow for me to expand and grow. And I am able to realize, recognize in that moment that I can do the same thing for myself that I have done in the past. Tech, self-love technique number seven is I eat. Um, I try to eat fairly healthier. Um, most of my diet is plant-based. I will eat meat occasionally, but for the most part, it's plant-based. Um, so I'm very intentional about what I put in my body. I'm intentional about how my body feels when I am eating certain things and what, um, you know, foods give me the best energy. I want to be operating at my fullest, 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 highest self. And so 
what we put in, what we put into our body plays a huge role in that. And so I make sure that I do that. So some of the benefits of all these self-love techniques I find is it helps boost my confidence. Confidence is directly related to self-love. Um, if you look at the definition of confidence, it is the state of feeling certain about the truth of something. And so, again, we have to understand who we are and the truth of who we are in order for this confidence thing to work, right? And so confidence and self-love, all those things go hand in hand. Um, so back to the definition, the full definition of confidence is a state of feeling certain about the truth of something or a feeling of self-assurance arising from one's appreciation of one's own abilities or qualities. So in essence, the more access to self, the more knowing and accepting of self leads us to a bigger appreciation of self, which is a definite confidence booster. Uh, the other benefit that I found in giving myself these self-love techniques is it helps create balance in my life. It helps create balance inside of my mind and my heart, which in turn creates stability externally. Okay. It helps me to um, think, act, make better decisions, and move in a way that is first and foremost conducive to myself. Okay. Um, I find that when I'm able to show up for myself in a more confident and true way, then I can in turn do the same thing for others and for any other thing that I attach myself to. I believe when we are in alignment with ourselves and operating out of a truthful place, we typically have more peace, more joy, more energy, because we are not being drained by the things that are taking away from us because we are making those better decisions. We're thinking differently, acting differently, moving differently. And so self-love techniques, you know, it's not just a thing, you know, it's not just a routine, but it's something that I have literally found to be very, very beneficial and mandatory for my life at this point. Um, the other thing that I love to do, which I haven't mentioned to you all, and I will have to um, do another meditation, or excuse me, I will have to include like a bonus track um, to this episode where I'll be actually doing a meditation with you all um, with using my sound bowl. I bought a sound bowl um, back here, which I absolutely love. And if you're not familiar with it, you will get familiar with it um, in the next episode or bonus track that I um, put up onto the podcast, okay? But my um, sound bowl is something that um, I had incorporated into my journal time. I would just literally pick a sound bowl like meditation track. But now I have finally bought one myself and I'm able to do um, it myself. And so I, again, want to um, show you and walk you through a meditation that I do for myself, but I will include that on a um, bonus 
episode of this, excuse me, a bonus track of this episode, or I will just create a whole nother short episode with the meditation, okay? And I hope that you have found all of what I have shared with you today on the self-love techniques, what I do in detail and how I feel that it helps me. I hope that it's something um, that has resonated with you. You found at least one thing. Um, remember, you know, self-love is much bigger than, um, you know, taking yourselves out to eat or uh, going to the movies or, you know, manic manicures and pedicures and things of that nature. There's nothing wrong with that. But I think sometimes it's necessary for us to go a little deeper and not to depend on necessarily necessarily external things um, to help us. Because uh, self-love is not just about, you know, things that make us happy, but it's also about being able to show up for our own emotions and our own um, thoughts, um, you know, making ourselves feel good, helping ourselves to sort out what's inside of us, helping ourselves to know what's inside of us, I think, is all the things that self-love is. And remember, the takeaways is self-love meditation, it creates a safe place for ourselves. It allows for us to be present. It allows for us to connect with self. It allows for us to connect with our feelings and our thoughts. It helps us to be able to self-soothe and show up for our own feelings so that we're not putting that responsibility on everybody around us. Because remember, we are the only ones that are responsible for ourselves. No one else. Okay. Um, yes, people do things that make us feel away, but we, in essence, have the power and the control to say, hey, I feel this way, but I am not going to act this way. Okay. Um, and so finding um, different self love techniques that are able to resonate with you. And so you are able to do all those different things that I just um, named, uh, you know, above is very helpful. So hopefully you are able to do some of those techniques and show yourself some love. Thank you again for being present and staying tuned in with me on another episode of Living Beyond Born for Purpose. I am your host, Tiara, fading out. <laughs>